Hey, thanks for queuing up the podcast. Before we jump into this episode, I just wanted to make you aware of three music marketing resources with an emphasis on one in particular. There's a good chance you're already familiar with my flagship title called the Gorilla Music Marketing Handbook and perhaps even the 5-Minute Music Marketer. Both of those titles are well worth your time, but I want to make you aware of another title that doesn't quite get the attention as those two do. And that one is called The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. I'm really proud of this book, and I think you would get a lot out of it. And basically what it covers is what I consider to be nine timeless principles of music marketing. So regardless of the new website, app, or tool, because they're always changing, as you know, these are principles you can apply no matter what. They're timeless. They tap into that eternal connection that people have with music and with music makers. So I think you would get a lot out of this book. It's available on Amazon in at least a dozen countries in both paperback and ebook formats. So go check it out. The Nine Irrefutable Laws of Music Marketing. And now, enjoy the episode. This is the Music Marketing Podcast. Well, hey there. Welcome to the Music Marketing Podcast. If you're looking for marketing and career tips, and if you happen to be a singer, a songwriter, a musician, a publicist, a music biz pro of any type, well, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Bob Baker. On this one, I'm going to be talking about how to get paid what you're worth as a musician. I have a feeling there are times, if you've been involved in music at all for any length of time, there's probably been at least one or two occasions where you probably felt you weren't paid what you were actually worth. Maybe a lot of those situations came up. Well, I'm going to talk about a pricing structure or a way to answer that age-old question, well, how much do you charge for this or that or the other thing? I think you're going to find this really helpful. Before I jump into that, I just want to mention that I have a digital resource related to this topic that's called 19 Cash Flow Strategies for Musicians, Songwriters, and Bands. It's a pretty high-powered program that consists of some different uh, audio training modules with worksheets that will help you uncover hidden opportunities to monetize your music and your creative skills in that area. Sound interesting? Well, there's a link in the show notes where you can learn more about that, and I'll just tell you a little bit more about it when we get to the end of the episode. So, how do you get paid what you're worth as a musician? So, this is going to be a great lesson if you really want to generate the kind of revenue from your music that you know you deserve. I'm going to get right to the point. Here's the whole nugget of this particular topic. Ready? Here it is. You can always come down in price, but you can never go up. There's a lot of power in those 12 simple words. I'm just going to say it again. You can always come down in price. You can never go up in price once you've stated what your price is. So to help illustrate this, imagine the following dialogue. 
Someone gets you on the phone and they say, Hi, I'd like to hire your band for a business meeting. How much do you charge? You say, Well, we could probably do it for 500 bucks. Great, the person says. Let's book it. And you come back with, Oh, wait, on second thought, it'll actually cost you $900. Is that okay? The person on the other end either says, What? Or they just hang up on you. Needless to say, this is not a good pricing strategy. However, imagine this particular dialogue exchange instead. Hi, I'd like to hire your band for a business meeting. How much do you charge? Thanks for asking, you say. First, I need to know where and when it is, how long the event is, etc. And as an FYI, never give a price until you know the details of when something is, where something is. You've got to know what's involved in it, travel time, etc. So they say something like, well, sure, it'll be May 17th from noon to 2 p.m. And it's right here in town on the south side of the city. It's a spring party for our sales managers. You say, sounds great. And we are available that day. Our rate for corporate shows like this is $1,000. And then, this is really, really important, you state a modestly high rate, and then you be quiet and wait for a response. If you need to, actually place your hand over your mouth if you need to. So again, you just said, our rate for corporate shows like this is $1,000. Oh, the person on the other end says... I was given a budget of no more than $700 for entertainment. Hmm, you say. Well, since it is in town, I'll extend a $300 discount. We can do it for 700 bucks. Sold! See how this works? You can always come down in price, but you can never go up. So here's what I recommend you do. Put a reasonably high value on the musical products and services you offer. You can always negotiate or lower your normal fee when it feels right. But if you don't start from a position of value, you shortchange yourself and your income. This pricing strategy should also extend to your albums and merchandise sales. If you think keeping your prices low will endear you to fans and increase sales to the masses, more often than not, you will be disappointed. When you start with prices that are cut to the bone, you leave yourself no room to offer discounts or to do special promotions. There is a better way. Let's say that you would be happy to sell your full-length albums for $10 each. Instead of promoting that price to start with, and right here I'm pretty much talking about physical CDs at live shows. I know they're not as commonly sold as they used to be, but people who see an artist that they really like live do enjoy supporting the artist and taking home a souvenir of that experience. So just go with me on this one. So instead of placing a $10 value per CD, if that's what you really want to get for them, put a price of $15 on them. And that gives you room to create incentives. Perhaps you could promote buy one album for $15, two for $25, or three for just $30. That type of offer makes the $30 price seem awful tempting. And by doing this, you would increase the amount of the average sale and you still get the $10 per album that you want. So remember, 
You can always come down in price. You can never go up. So here's some homework for you. Next time somebody asks you how much you charge to perform live, or next time you have a gig and you sell your albums or your merch, or you do a special offer to your email list, try this strategy. Experiment. Just play with it and see what happens. People will let you know what works by their behavior. If they end up responding better to those special discounted deals, then you get an idea that maybe it's working. Try it. As always, I love to know your thoughts. So if there's a way to leave a comment here, wherever you're consuming this, please do so. And along with that, be sure to check out the link to the 19 cash flow strategies for songwriters, musicians, and bands program that I mentioned at the top of the show. It's a digital download, primarily an audio program that you listen to. You print off some worksheets and take notes while you listen, and it'll help you truly uncover some things that are probably right under your nose that you're not even thinking of. There were two criteria that I had when I created this program, and one is that they had to be strategies that most musicians rarely consider, so I don't have the boring, obvious ideas like book more gigs or sell your music on Spotify or nope. In this program, you'll only find tactics that are fresh and outside the normal way of thinking. And then my other criteria was they had to be ideas that you can put into action and make money from like now, like this week, this month, heck, maybe even today. So there's no long-term projects on there, like record a new album or book a mini tour. Everything in this program can literally be implemented in the short term. So check out that link, 19 Cash Flow Strategies for Songwriters, Musicians, and Bands. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, I appreciate you listening. I know you have a lot of options on where to put your time and your attention. And the fact that you have chosen to give this a listen means the world to me. I hope you get a lot of value out of the things that I create. Until next time, this is Bob Baker saying so long for now. Right.